this is Netta. Growing up, we lived in town, <laughs> meaning that most of my aunts and uncles and cousins lived out on farms. Um, some of them were dairy farms, some of them were sheep farms, and they all grew a bunch of crops as well. But I was kind of considered by my cousins to be the city girl because I was the clueless one. <laughs> um, if you dig way back in my Facebook on some old pictures I posted years ago, there's a picture of me riding a sheep. Now it had a saddle and everything, and I was like two or three years old. Apparently, I actually rode it in a parade. Um, I'm not sure if it's thankfully I have no memory of that, <laughs> but it's a great story. Um, my aunt and cousins were and still are um, shepherds. Oh, now, they're not out in the field um, keeping watch over their flock by night, but they do keep watch over their flock. They just happen to be in um, enclosures, you know, on their farm. But my cousin Marilyn and my Aunt Millie actually wrote a book, even a devotional about all we like sheep. It came out a few years ago. But I was a city kid. I was the clueless one. But I do know, even though I'm kind of the clueless one about farm things and animals, I know that sheep really need help and they aren't that smart. And we all know that sheep do dumb stuff. And we also know that the Bible refers to us as sheep. But the wonderful thing is, is Jesus is also called our good shepherd. Now, when our daughter Zoe was, I don't know, like four or five or six, I was helping her memorize Psalm 23, which you're probably familiar with. One of the best ways I found to memorize, not just for kids, but for adults too, probably, is to put it to some kind of a rhythm. Now, I had learned Psalm 23 in like the King James Version as a child because I'm ancient apparently and then I used I used another version for my older girls by the time we got to Zoe we were using an even more modern version so I needed some serious help memorizing it so Zoe and I memorized that first part of Psalm 23 with a little sing-along like the Lord is my shepherd I have everything I need <laughs> and she memorized the whole chapter using that kind of a rhythm and probably would still say it that way today or at least I do. <laughs> we know that Jesus is called our shepherd. And we know that we are dumb sheep. If we've given our lives to Jesus, then ultimately we're saying to him, okay, you're in charge. And so I'll follow you. And so then Jesus will say things to us like, okay, here, we're going to do this. I want you to step out and do this. Go down this trail, so to speak. Follow me. And so we start trudging down the little trail and we look ahead and we go, oh, well, Jesus, I, I'm seeing some thorn bushes and they really get caught in my wool and that scares me. And so I'm going to just go this other path. It's parallel, really. And we just sort of go our own direction to try to get where we think Jesus is taking us. That's not faith. That's not following. And it's being a dumb sheep. And so then he comes and, you know, as soon as we realize that our other little trail is taking us into a pit or we fall in a hole or we get stuck in a bigger thorn bush, he comes and rescues us. We try to control our following of the shepherd. And it's so silly that's not really following at all. In John 10, verse 11, 
Jesus says, I am the good shepherd. The good shepherd sacrifices his life for his sheep. Our shepherd gave up everything for us. And yet we have such a hard time giving up what we see and think and understand to follow him at complete abandonment. We know he's wiser. We know he's more wonderful. And yet we still try to take things into our own control. And then there's this constant struggle. And when we are constantly struggling with following God and obeying him completely, we tend to get a little bitter sometimes, a little angry at him. Here he is going, follow me. I'm going to steer you around or through or despite the thorn bushes. And we just trudge off onto another trail and we get frustrated then when we fall into a pit. Seriously, we cannot begin to truly understand that he is our shepherd, our good shepherd, unless we're ready to embrace our sheephood. Like really, think about yourself. What are you trying to accomplish for God on your own? What are you telling God? This is the way I am, God. This is the way I do this. I mean, you created me and this is the way I am. So I'm going to do it like this, right? It's all for you. I wonder if God ever rolls his eyes. Probably not because it's so annoying. But honestly, I must annoy the snot out of him sometimes. And he must just sigh and be like, oh, you dumb little sheep. The sooner I embrace the fact that I am a sheep, the easier it is for me to completely follow him and to abandon my desires and wants and opinions and my right to those opinions and just follow him. I am a sheep. I need Jesus. He is the good shepherd. And that is just a little piece of my heart.